This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. In this day and age in the church, we need all the help we can get. And the church has given us a lot of help. You know, the things that are obvious, the sacraments, and just all the blessings we have through, through our church. But one thing that sometimes we don't avail ourselves to as much as we could or as thoroughly as we could is the communion of saints. This is a great gift to us, and we need it now more than ever. So to be sure to let you know that the communion of saints, we have Mother Mary. Of course, she's there, and she is ours because when Jesus was dying on the cross, he he looked down at her and he looked at St. John, and he said to St. John, behold your mother. And he said to her, behold your son. And at this moment, he represents all of us, and she becomes our mother, and we become her children, and she's in the communion of saints. So we, we know that she's there, and she's, she's part of that community that wants to help us. Also, what people often don't think of is that the angels are in the communion of saints as well, and we've all been given a guardian angel. This is a person who was created just for you and me. This angel has waited since they were created to, for our arrival on this earth and to accompany us into eternity. That's their mission. That's pretty cool. When, when, when John the 23rd had an important meeting where a lot was on the line, he had to, to meet with different world leaders and things, and maybe it was, there was, it was contentious, you know, and there was tension and something to accomplish, he would always send his guardian angel ahead of him to the guardian angels of everyone who was going to be there to, to prepare the way. I've heard Mike Aquilina say that he was counseled by a priest when he was having trouble with his son, that before he greets his son, to greet his son's guardian angel first. And so they're just great advocates. There's just a lot of, of cool things that, that, that we could think about doing and that our guardian angels want to do and they want to help us with. And this, this is what Francis de Sales had to say about our interaction with angels. He counseled us. Make friends with the angels who, though invisible, are always with you. Often invoke them, constantly praise them, and make good use of their help and assistance in your temporal and spiritual affairs. And this community is real. And I'll give you an example. We'll take St. Maximilian Kolbe, for instance. He developed the, the community in Poland 
Neopokalanao, and that means City of Mary. And this was almost self-contained. They had their own bike fleet. They had their own truck fleet. They had many printing presses. They had their own fire station, infirmary, and some grocery stores. And this was just before uh, they were shut down by the Nazis. But at the very peak, there was about 700 people, mostly friars, but there were 700 people living here, making this go. And their mission was to save the whole world for Jesus, save all the souls for Jesus through Mary. You know, they just wanted to bring everybody to Christ. And that was a big goal. And so they were getting their printing publications far and wide, all through Poland. And they had goals for further than that. Maximilian Kolbe was very close to the Blessed Mother. And he, the friars report, they believed that he had real encounters with her. But every time he tried to tell them about it, he would break down crying. He could never, he could never tell anybody about his experiences. But he, he really did get his instructions from her. And it seemed to him that she wanted another city of Mary in the Orient. He didn't know where exactly, but he knew that she wanted that. So he goes to his superiors to ask permission because this is a reproducible model. He, he doesn't need to be in Poland to run it. And this is before they were shut down. So he goes to his, his superiors to get permission. And they're like, well, well, Father Colby, we don't have the money for you. You don't know the language. You don't even quite know where you're going. And there's just not any resources for you to take with you. I, we, we don't see how this could go, you know, so they're cautioning him. But they knew that he was really in tight with the Virgin Mary and they didn't want to oppose the Mother of God if it was her idea. So they said, so you have a permission. We just can't help you anyway in any way, especially financially. And his response was, I've got my benefactors. And of course, they believed benefactors were just some rich people who might fund him that he knew. But that wasn't the case. His benefactors were saints. And they were people that he had a relationship with. The benefactors that he had were Saint Therese because she was the saint of missionaries. And Bernadette Subaru, she was the one that Mary revealed that Mary was the Immaculate Conception. And this was a, a concept that, that grabbed hold of Maximilian Kolbe and that he actually unpacked a little bit more for us before he was taken by the Nazis. And then Joseph Cotolengo, who had a way of making money appear when he needed it for hospitals and sick people. So he went to visit the, the tombs of each of these saints the year before he and two other friars set sail for the Orient. And the money and the resources came. They sent him. But the point is that they were as real to him as you are when you're sitting down to the table to eat dinner with your family. They were his benefactors. And that's that kind of assurance of heaven's help and the people that we would work with that's kind of a model for us. That's what we're after. And that's what's available to us. Something similar happened to Thomas Aquinas. So his secretary, Reginald, used to hear voices in his room. And Reginald was watching out for Thomas. 
And he's like, there's no way anybody got in there. There's no way anybody got out. But in, at night, I'm hearing voices and they're not all Thomas's and they're discussing things. So he asked Thomas about it. But Thomas, who was, who had a real mystical side, Thomas wouldn't tell him because Thomas was very humble. He wouldn't tell him. And so Reginald goes to the Father Superior so that Thomas is forced to say under obedience, who is it that's in your room at night? And so when he was forced to tell through obedience to the superior, it turns out that he was having conversations with St. Paul and St. Peter. Isn't that interesting? And it was always about scripture because he's a scripture scholar. And when he couldn't understand something, this brilliant minor, he didn't get it, he would talk to them about it. <laughs> and that's one reason why we know that Thomas Aquinas, you know, why he's so smart and could figure out so much about scripture and see the depths of it. John Paul II, he had some, some friends in heaven that, he, I mean, he relied on a lot of them, but he, we know that he was very close to the Blessed Mother. We know that. But he had access to the communion of saints too. And, and they were Padre Pio, who he, he had met when he was younger. Maximilian Colby, another Pole. Of course, Faustina. He was the one who brought the divine mercy message to the world that had been given to her originally. Also, and John the 23rd, these were, these were saints in heaven that he relied on to complete his mission on earth. When I was first kind of on this road with the saints and everything, I had an experience with John the 23rd. It was in Rome, and I think I've, I've told this story before, but I really connected with him. And it was a, a beautiful experience. I, I went to his, his tomb. A friend had invited me, and, and we went there, and I, I, I saw him, and I didn't know anything about him. So, But I experienced his presence in a very profound way. It seemed to me that I got to a glimpse of his personality, someone I didn't know anything about. And then as I got to know him, I just fell in love with him. And I think that this brings up a point. John the 23rd has nothing in common with me except that we love Jesus. Like his whole experience of life is completely different than mine. And so I think sometimes people get stuck on that. Like they want to connect with, with a saint that they can identify with. And maybe we do find a saint that we can really identify with. But the truth is, that is not necessary to make a friend. They don't have to be like us. We might want that or need that to help us develop the, the relationship. But truly, if they're in Christ, they don't need to be like us to befriend us and be very instrumental in our lives. And he was very instrumental in my life in big and profound ways. Um, and, and I just... We just had no really common ground except that we love Jesus. And the same, okay, so this is another example of that. Like Therese of Lisieux, she was very innocent, died young, beautiful soul. And yet the, the worst criminals and men who are addicted to pornography, she's like the go-to for the hardest ones or for the people that, that struggle with addictive sin in this area of sexuality. She really is. And it's not like there's any common ground. 
but she is not afraid to approach the sinner who needs her the most because her heart is one with Jesus to save souls and help them find healing and to break from the slavery of sin. Pray about it. Pray to your guardian angel and to Mother Mary and say, who is it? Who are the friends I'm supposed to get to know? And then in your life, it will ebb and flow because there are some times in your life when a certain saint is going to be very active and then they'll kind of move out of the way and you'll get introduced to somebody else and you just broaden your friendships. They're not jealous of one another. <laughs> and our Lord is, is delighted when we are make friends with 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 the saints it's like a parent you know if you're if you have children and they're really good friends it warms your heart you're not like jealous of it so the more you know the better but they'll ebb and flow in your life depending and ask ask mary ask your guardian angel show me who i need to meet show me who i need to know and then get to know them and see what happens it's really quite an adventure it can be quite an adventure with the saints I know that we have the saint that we were named after and then confirmation we have a confirmation saying these people are always with us but there's a huge family to get to know and it's my hope that you get to know them and that you get to love them and meet as many people as you can and then they will accompany you as well as your guardian angel in this world which this time in history, it is our time. It's your time. It's where God put us. This is the most perfect time for us. So let's take advantage of this amazing gift that the church has given us, the friendship of our elders in Christ, the saints. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Omdurko, produced at the studios of Matriday Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit matridayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MaterDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.